Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Luschak. I'm here with special guest, Alexandra. I'm going to butcher your last name if you don't say it yourself. Alexandra Dolceva. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And I was going through your things and I have it right here in front of me on my screen. You do a little bit about of everything. So where did you get started at? Oh, I got started as a violinist for 26 years. And then I put myself through nursing school after I earned my master's and doctoral degree in violin in the United States. So I've been a nurse for 11 years. And in uh, 2014, I also started the real estate rental business. And I now own three real estate businesses. And I'm an options trader as well. And I recently wrote a book to show people how they can do all these things, all these things that I did. And the basis for the book was to show people that uh, not only can be done, but if you have struggled with a low self-confidence like I did for more than two decades, very painfully, you can get out of this mental condition and accomplish anything you want if you apply all the attention and discipline you have. Very true. You can go through any obstacle. You can go through, get anything you need if you raise your self-esteem. Correct. Correct. But in order to do that, you have to believe that you can uh, set the goals that you didn't think possible uh, to accomplish and one by one uh, create the steps, the plan and execute that plan without a compromise. Very true. You have to have goals. You can't go through life without goals. Then you set your bar high. So even if you don't make the goal the first time, you're a step closer to it. Correct. But you also do holistic self-confidence coaching. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, this came from questions from both patients and uh, investment mentees, how to integrate everything in a system. And uh, people who are unhealthy are not confident about being able to regain their health without depending for the rest of their lives on the healthcare system. Uh, people who are financially uneducated are not confident they can ever create uh, asset flowing, uh, cash flowing assets that are unrelated to their jobs. And hence they have this constant fear of losing a job and their income. And this influences their health poorly, right? And the people who are sick uh, lose money because of treatments, complex treatments for decades on end, <clears throat> depending on how complex the condition is, of course, but America is a nest of chronic conditions and it's just really sad to see. So as a nurse and an investor, I did see that what I was doing with my life basically was a very organized system, which I applied to all the important aspects of my life, which I, for the sake of simplicity, categorized in five groups which are health, spirituality, career, finances, and relationships. And that's how the book came um, to existence, to help people do the same. I mean, it's not going to be exactly the same what I did, but uh, the practical advice this book contains 
can be used by millions of people and change lives and it has been already for the feedback I have from uh, readers of the book and I'm very happy about it. Exactly. Coming from me and I went through having a dead-end job to being a CEO of a company. You start off, I can't do it because everyone around you says you can't or they don't know how you can do it because they lack the experiences or the knowledge and you don't look outside your circle. So you bring this mindset into yourself of I can't instead of I'm going to try. I'm going to try goes into I can into I did. Yes, a very important question is how can I do this? Exactly. Without trying, because if you say try, it's like half commitment. Mm -hmm. But if you say, how can I do this? And you really go into it and immerse yourself into the challenge. It's uh, more possible, more doable, and more believable to you faster than if you say you try, in my experience. In my experience. Exactly. It's Then you go through the medical, because America is riddled with different ailments. And I'm no exception. I'm gone through three strokes and brain surgery. I still have a slew of medical problems. But at the same time, when you're sitting there healing, you go, what can I do now? Not, I'm going to sit here and be a vegetable the rest of my life. Okay, I can't do this, X, Y, Z, because that's what I was doing before. What can I do moving forward? You start yes. training yourself. If I can, and what can I do? Yes, you look amazing. I didn't know you went through three strokes. I will never guess that, but that's a phenomenal accomplishment, what you've done. It is. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, 2011, if you would have met me, I couldn't speak English. I could barely walk by myself. I was more wheelchair bound than anything. Now I'm walking two miles a day. I'm talking English, if you hear me. I said, what can I do? And I pushed myself. Now, I took that from my health journey and turned it into a company. So what can I do with my medical problems and still be able to work a company? I had to do this for myself, but you can apply this to any entrepreneur, any person that's trying to go through a medical, a healing, whatever the struggle is, you can do it. Exactly, exactly. And it's sad that... Not too many people can make that connection, which is a really simple connection. And um, if you see it in one aspect of your life, you can apply it to all the other aspects, which you shouldn't ignore the other aspects of your life if you want to be holistically confident. And that's where the holistic self-confidence comes into play uh, when you don't neglect every aspect for the sake of one that specifically seems like to be a problem. Mm -hmm. um, like in the patients' homes where I go and with investors, I see basically relationship choices, poorly chosen friends and relatives that you keep around for whatever reason. And then the financial choices that are can be improved majorly. And of course, the health aspect, which you obviously know quite a bit about. Uh, <clears throat> most people are not as proactive as you are. So they need uh, to see that somebody genuinely cares for them. And if you wish, hold them for the hand. But ultimately, and you know this very well, that it is 100% your responsibility to take the action and follow the advice or the knowledge or whatever suggestion a good doctor can lead you to, yet they can't do the work for you. And that applies to your health just as much as to your finances and relationships, spirituality, and your career. 
you know, how many people hate their jobs, right? They're, they're just to pay the bills and pay the check, but yet they're so afraid they may lose the job they hate because they don't know other means of making money. So that's yet another thing that makes people sick, anxious, and it's all so tied into a knot, it's interconnected, that if you don't eventually uh, accept that all these aspects are crucially important to your success and holistic well-being, you will be lacking in one or two areas and that won't be a holistic way to exist and be satisfied with your life and accomplished. Exactly. You have to have the mindset to look at your inner circle. Who's in your inner circle? Are these the friends that just live paycheck to paycheck, want to complain about your job, but doesn't want to do anything to better themselves? Are they the friends that actually go, why are you still at this job when you can do better? Or are they trying to give you, hey, here's an investment opportunity. Here's a something for you to have another stream of income. Let's get past the uh, couch and your popcorn and mm-hmm. let's go do something. Yes, exactly. And, and we also get very wary of advice coming, well-intentioned advice coming from people that don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. That is the... Uh, I argue all the time, this is the more dangerous part of a friendly relationship than an unsupported relationship because with the unsupported relationships, they can be very painful, but we don't have an excuse for staying in them once we know they're unsupported. Whether the well-intentioned advice that stems from ignorance is one that is hard to discern and hard to pinpoint and take action on. And that's, I think, what uh, prevents many, many people from moving forward with their lives. Exactly. We get comfortable with our friends or with our relatives. We, we get comfortable with those around us that we don't go outside of our box because we're comfortable. And what's comfortable doing is this smothers us. We then internalize everything that's smothering us. And we have strokes at 28 or heart attacks at 36 or whatever. You have all these major illnesses that we haven't seen, but in the elderly now coming into the 20, 30 year olds. Yes. Why? Because of stress. Well, it's not really because well, of stress so not, much, but the, not the, just the stress, but it's a contributor. Yeah, stress is a contributor, but really the food that uh, people are eating in the United States is really catastrophic choices. And that's not thanks to the, because of the people, it's because of the agencies that approve these foods to be sold in the grocery stores, like 95% of the food in any grocery store should be illegal for its causation, uh, potential causation of cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and all the other immune, neurological disorders, huge contributors. And <clears throat> stress then adds itself up and lowers your immune response, but it's a complex um, conglomeration of factors that many people have never been told about. And if they're told about this, they really don't get the impression how important this is to take this to heart because, hey, they see it in the grocery store, it must be safe, right? And then they gorge on these products. And it's just mind-boggling how the damage that has been done collectively to these people over the last seven decades. If you go to a grocery store here in the United States and then go to a grocery store in the UK, Half of the ingredients, if you turn a box of Kellogg's cereal, are not listed, not there in the same product in the UK that it is here. Why? Because the UK has banned so many different chemicals 
that we still use here in the U.S. That's just one example. Right, right. A lot of the stuff in the U.S. is banned uh, in many European countries, which is great. Now, of course, you hope they don't actually put these chemicals in the products and just not listing them. That's mm -hmm. another danger with the industry, of course. So <laughs> a lot of questions to be asked there as well. We, we hope they're being the honest business companies and not putting those chemicals in something that's banned. We hope. And I hope the government has oversight to make sure they're not doing that. But at the same time, they have been banned. Right, right. Yeah, the government's, uh, I, I don't, I, I have stopped trusting government a very long time ago because I know that the pharmaceutical companies largely dictate what's in every, you know, uh, drug and what's approved, what's not approved. And uh, government doesn't have much power nowadays. Most governments are held hostages to these big corporations. So um, I have also discussed this in the book because people don't realize the extent of the corruption going on today and how their health is treated uh, basically like commodities to the system and assets. Exactly. Insurance and there, yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's scary. It's very scary. It it really really is because we go to, okay, I'm sick. So I go to a doctor, the doctor then prescribes a medicine. The medicine is controlled by the pharmaceutical company, but the overall, the pharmaceutical company then pays your politician to be in office. Correct. That, that's Correct. the basic big breakdown. That's two second breakdowns. There's a lot more going to, to it. But at the same time, if you're not sick, you don't have patients. If you don't have patients, you don't have money. Right, then you can have patients for acute conditions, but as far as the chronic conditions, people can reverse those. And I have dedicated five chapters on health in my book, which is called uh, It Really is Simple, a Holistic Self-Confidence, mm -hmm. a Holistic Approach to Self-Confidence, a Practical Guide, because I want people to realize there is much more power in them than they uh, think as far as their health control, if they get the right information and uh, follow, follow certain steps with integrity and without exceptions and, you know, compromise. Exactly. I quit 2011. I was on 22 different medicines at one time. Today, I'm on zero. I refuse, refuse to take medicines because one, they didn't help. They didn't make me feel better. They made me feel worse. And I didn't know what they were actually doing to me. And so I threw you have them the combined away. side effects all of yeah. them together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I threw them all away. Please don't do that like I did. But at the same time, was probably the best thing I ever did. <laughs> I do not take medicines unless I have a headache, then I'll take it Tylenol, but it's like one little acute thing and that's it. I'm not the poster child for going to doctors. Don't ask me to go to the doctor because I don't trust them. I will read how, how a plant can help me heal something that make, is making me sick. I have a stomach ache. Okay, I'm gonna go get something with natural mint. Preferably, I grow it myself. Right, preferably. If, you, if your climate allows, most, most, most people don't have the time to grow the natural garden, but yeah. more and more people are gearing that direction, knowing what the market is doing with the food. Mm -hmm. So also encouraging to see it, you know, uh, discouraging to know that there is so much fraud out there that you really can't even trust most doctors. Yes, I, I, part of reality. everything that we're doing holistically, you have to do your mindset. You have to have a nutritious diet. You have to know what's in your food. You have to know 
what doctors you can trust. You have to go through all this stuff to make sure you're healthy and happy. You have to have a job that doesn't make you stressful. Right. And I mean, don't be in a job that you hate going to every morning. Uh, the job, if it's stressful, depending on how much you want to learn from the job, it can be stressful so you can push yourself a little bit and make the stress a motivating factor. It really depends on how you think about a problem, not so much what the problem is. But with the job, well, people confuse, I think. They get disappointed that they can't get wealthy on a job, and it's really not your employer's job to make you wealthy. Mm -hmm. Your purpose on a job is to solve other people's problems, including your employer's problem. And then the client base that your career is serving, then it is your responsibility to learn what to do with the saved money after a paycheck to invest it and grow it. And that's where people get confused with respect to career and finances. They are not the same. That's why I have viewed them in two different categories of holistic self-confidence because if you rely on your career to get rich most of you will be very disappointed and um, become bitter people because the job didn't deliver the way you expected especially if you're getting out of college and you find out that the career you learned for is a very different deal by the time you get out of college because things change so quickly nowadays mm -hmm. um, career is to help others to find a way to be useful to society and learn skills that are marketable so you can grow businesses if you want to get out of the job or make yourself irreplaceable or hard to replace to your employer in case market conditions get such that your employer has to choose to lay off certain people and you don't want to be in that group, right? But that's career as far as being useful to society. Then the financial aspect is a different animal and you need to learn to invest legally and ethically because the 401k that's not a way to invest. That's an ignorant way to invest. You have no control over that money once uh, it's given to the to Wall Street. And then if there is a market crash like it was in 2008 and now with the coronavirus crisis, you lose your retirement money. And that's it's a great way to lose your money, 401k. So it's really a horrible, horrible place to put your hard-earned cash instead of learning yourself how to handle your finances and build cash flowing assets on your own exactly you, you want to invest in things that you can walk into you want to invest in things that help you grow that has a steady income regardless of hey the market crashed okay great the market's crashed my money's not there to begin with is over here because i have a product it could be a digital it could be a mindset it could be coaching it could be telling people your knowledge, whatever it is that you're making, you have cash flow there, then you have your residual incomes, and then you have your savings accounts. You have a savings account that is actually there to grow money, and then you have your savings account for Christmas, you have your savings account for your investing, you have your savings account for other things. There's six ways that you should be saving money every month from your paycheck that most people don't do. Right, right. There are many ways to save money depending on your plan, but uh, basically, you know, I, I keep money in savings just to cover uh, four to six months of expenses should I lose everything. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, I, I put the money in my options account and I make cash with this money every month, which is also a nice way to expand besides the rental real estate that I have mm -hmm. with my uh, residence. And so that's also a steady monthly income and the properties are paid for. So it's, uh, I mean, there's so many ways, millions and millions of ways to invest. Only the sky's the limit 
uh, to your knowledge, right? And uh, it's just a matter of putting the time and learning and look at all these four asset classes, business, real estate, commodities, and paper assets, and learn to diversify, see what really, really um, interests you the most and dive straight in that asset class and then invest secondarily in one or two more uh, just to accommodate unfavorable market conditions if need be. But people don't want to put the time. And I really, really encourage them to do that. And uh, with beginning in investors that have the fear of failure and losing some money, and I tell them it's better to lose money early <laughs> while you're learning rather than you know uh, go ahead and then lose a large chunk of money, which, which happens to some investors. So it is part of the learning curve because we learn until we die if we really want to grow, right? We never mm-hmm. stop learning. No. Uh, but the hesitation in people really... Um, it's, it's sad because there's still so much opportunity, especially in times of crisis. There is always opportunity for uh, wealth transfers and many people still don't recognize such opportunities. Exactly. If you go to manufacturing, that's something you want to invest in because no matter what's being manufactured, we always will need manufacturing plants. doesn't matter if those plants are ran by robots or people, we still need to manufacture commodities. That's right. something you want to invest in. Right. Infrastructure. You want to invest in infrastructure because that's not going to go away anytime soon. That's correct. That's correct. Or food, grains, uh, precious metals. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have to watch the price. You got to buy low, sell high, and then you know buy low again. But um, you have to be vigilant and constantly have your your finger on the markets to just watch the pulse of the market and depending what you're following. But there is just a lot to learn also about history and politics. History repeats because people forget. And um, see, in my book, I just draw all this connection between um, anything that you can profit from, but it has to be in relation to your overall well-being. Mm-hmm. Because you need to have a plan where you want to be five years from now, 10 years from now. And again, people get lost because they think they have time and they really don't have time, which is your most valuable asset. It goes by fast, but you don't see this until you're in the late 30s, early 40s. And they're like, oh my gosh, what happens? I have nothing to show for. And um, that's when most people wake up, if they do. <laughs> so um, I really try to help people who have awakened to the fact that they don't have much time, even though they're in their 30s, but they see that uh, if they accomplish so much for 30 years, if there is a danger, if they don't accomplish more and do more as far as personal growth. Um, I really counsel such people and help them see that they're completely capable of doing way more with their lives if they right. put their minds into it. Do you it. want to be that person that plans for Friday? Do you want a plan or to be that person that plans for three generations from you? Right. People that right. plan three generations are usually the ones that build something now and have it to pass down to their children, to their grandchildren, to the great-grandchildren. Those are the ones that have the mindset of, I'm not going to stay in this place wherever I'm at today. I'm going to figure out how to get out of it. Exactly. Exactly. It's very motivational. It's great to get to that point. Sometimes it can be very painful. Uh, that was my case, definitely when I was 32 years old in 2008. It was a very painful awakening for me, but in the long term, it helped greatly. I appreciated it five, eight years later when I was way more successful. But when you go through the midlife crisis, it can be early or mm-hmm. later. 
that's that's very tough. And the choice to get motivated or crushed is entirely yours, your responsibility. Nobody can help you through it. Um, mm. And again, if you own your decisions and your um, risks, you're better off 10 years from now, 20 years from now, and you really can plan for these uh, far away, seemingly far away times. But if you start planning now, I think, I firmly believe you'll be much better off and have less regrets later on in your life. Very, very true. I wish I would have learned what I'm learning now 20 years ago. Well, yes, yes. I mean, when we're adults, basically we are what we should always have been, but Mm -hmm. it just doesn't happen that way. No, it doesn't. But, you know, if I could go back in a time machine and tell my 20-year-old self to start doing what I'm doing now, I would do so. But we can't do that, but we can teach the 20-year-olds of today to not make our mistakes. We can try to teach them. I hate the word try, like I said before, but 20-year-olds, they don't really have a grasp on uh, what we have a grasp on. I have found it to be much more successful with people who have passed through the age of 30, in my experience, because they're actually willing to listen. Mm -hmm. They have a more sense of urgency and the, the sense of time has passed by and oh, I've done like nothing with my life yet. So those are the people I uh, usually accept as uh, clients, my clients, mentees uh, to teach because they are willing to listen. You can't help somebody who doesn't think they need help. And when they are already at that point, they come to you easily and you can collaborate much better. Well, like I said, set the bar high. So my bar <laughs> is set at the 20 year old and we're meeting somewhere at 30. So we're not yeah. too far off, but that's my thought process. But we are almost out of time. So where can our viewers and our listeners find you? Uh, the book is available at my web- on my website. It is holisticselfconfidence.com. Uh, ebook format, uh, downloadable worldwide. So the paperback is currently available in the U.S. only because of the high shipping costs. I haven't yet... Um, made it available worldwide because some in some cases people will be paying more for shipping than for the book itself and the ebook is like very very affordable and inexpensive and also on amazon kindle can be found as well awesome but it was such a pleasure having you on the show today thank you so much likewise thank you for having me and for our viewers and our listeners happy healing